Christ is risen. How do you know? Call the witnesses. Right? Who are the witnesses? Quite a few. Following the resurrection, Jesus appeared to many, many, many of his followers, and it seemed that he appeared to them always at the point of their deepest need. He appeared to Thomas to help him cope with his doubt. He appeared to Mary Magdalene in her great grief when she thought that her beloved master was dead. And his appearance certainly brought her great, great joy. He appeared to Simon Peter in his great sense of sorrow and shame for having denied him three times. He appeared to assure him that he had indeed been forgiven and accepted. He appeared to the two travelers, as you recall, on the road to Emmaus who were despairing and doubting now that their great deliverer, as they thought, had been crucified and was dead and buried. His appearance to them on that road as they were walking caused them to feel, and they, they themselves described this feeling, caused them to feel the warmth of God's presence in their hearts. He appeared to the disciples in the upper room, hiding behind locked doors, as you recall, for the fear of the authorities. And his appearance to those broken men made them strong and confident and bold as lions. And they sang and they rejoiced and they healed and they taught and they suffered triumphantly not just for a few days of passing enthusiasm, but for the rest of their lives. This miraculous change occurred because Jesus had actually appeared to them. We know, as, as the Scriptures tell us, Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. If he came then, he comes now. And if he appeared then, he appears now. And if he revealed himself then, he reveals himself now. He comes to us now in our sense of grief to comfort us. And those of us who have gone through grief can vouch for that. He comes to us in our sense of failure and sorrow for sin to forgive us and to raise us to our feet. He comes to us in our period of doubt and disillusionment to instill new hope. He comes to us in our sense of fear to uphold us. For Jesus is not dead. He is not just a great teacher and a beautiful example for us to follow. He is the Son of God the risen Lord of glory, and he comes today. He appears to you and to me exactly as he did to his disciples, to James, to Peter, to the 500 brethren, to Paul, who writes in one of his, his letters, last of all, he writes, as to one untimely born, 
Jesus appeared also to me. And it was that appearance on the road to Damascus that changed a fanatical persecutor into Christ's greatest friend and gave the New Testament its chief author and Christianity its greatest teacher next to Jesus. But he didn't appear just to the apostles in the early church. He continues to appear. And I'm going to mention just a few examples of his appearances. He appeared to Malcolm Muggeridge, the brilliant and sophisticated British journalist. While in Palestine to film on location the story of Jesus for the BBC, Muggeridge experienced what he calls the presence of the living Christ. And it was enough for him to make him forsake his agnosticism and to become a fervent Christian. And we commend to your reading his book. He's written many books, but this is the book in which he talks about that experience uh, of, with the, that he had with the living Christ in the Holy Land. It's called Jesus Rediscovered. He appeared to Archbishop Anthony Bloom. Archbishop Bloom is the Russian Orthodox Archbishop of England. He was a medical doctor in France during the Second World War, part of the resistance movement there. And the experience that I'm going to share with you right now happened to him when he was in medical school, third year medical school. I quote, while I was reading the beginning of St. Mark's Gospel, before I reached the third chapter, I suddenly became aware that on the other side of my desk, there was a presence. And the certainty was so strong that it was Christ standing there that it has never left me. This was the turning point of my life. Because Christ was alive and I had been in his presence, I could say with certainty that what the gospel said about the crucifixion of the prophet of Galilee was true. And the centurion was right when he said, truly, he is the Son of God. Close quote. He appeared to Alexander Solzhenitsyn, Russia's greatest living author, and winner of the Nobel Prize for Literature. Born in a godless state which had used its vast power to crush religion, Solzhenitsyn joined the Russian Orthodox Church in 1971 and received his first Holy Communion during that year. Somehow, during the eight years spent in those terrible labor camps, or perhaps during his painful bout with cancer, somehow, because Solzhenitsyn refuses to speak of his conversion, Christ appeared to him. He gave him the power to stand up against the might of the Soviet Union single-handedly to expose the horrors of those terrible gulags, concentration camps labor camps. At no date in history is it possible to draw a line and to say 
After this, no one anymore encountered the living Christ. If he appeared to his disciples as he did, he will certainly appear to us today, and he has. In our confusion to show us the way, in our despair to be our hope, in our forgiveness, in our sinfulness to be our forgiveness, and in our death to be our life. Christ is risen. How do you know? Call the witnesses, those who saw him after the resurrection, those who continue to see him and have seen him in our personal lives. Call Thomas, call Peter, call Paul the apostle, call the two disciples on the road to Emmaus, Mary Magdalene, the 500 brethren, Malcolm Muggeridge, Archbishop Anthony Bloom, Alexander Solzhenitsyn, and most, 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 most importantly, you and me. Has he not appeared to us in our prayers, in that inner voice called conscience, in the sacraments, in the reading of his word, in our reaching out in love to the sick, and to the poor. Christ is risen. He is truly risen. Let us pray. Come, risen Lord, rise up in our hearts. Lift us from sin and death to enable us to experience daily the power of your resurrection in our lives. We pray in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.